panic disorder, rage, severe depression On top of all that, I'm stressing uh -huh. Took a blind date to my therapy session And then tried to kill her Her first impression was I'm groovy I gotta be, I need a lumbotomy yes. But when I press play, trouble leaves up out of me Fuck the real world and my fat ass stuck in Cause in my music, hotties are fucking Woo. expression Getting out all I wrote Depression, ripping out all your throat And if my hearing was ever to go Mass murder would be inevitable I'm a Welcome to another episode of Maniacal Music Musings. I am your host as always, Jeremy. And let me just say, I want my tears back, goddammit. <laughs> I am here to sing a song of myself. And I'll just say, I got a body, but it's got I got a machine head as well attached to it. <laughs> and it's the little things that matter to me. Some say I'm an alien. But I could swim, motherfucker, and that's all that matters. Why should I care? Because the best thing for you is me. And speaking of the best thing for you is me, my co-host, oof, he's here for his last ride of the day. He loves to tell his scare tales. And it's all about his glycerin. And he'll string along with you for the whole ride. He's got his crow, his owl, and his dove as he sits on his ghost river all day telling the kids his story time. Motherfucking Chancey Grief! <laughs> Making it sound like I'm on fucking some type of registry telling children stories and shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking got me fucking. I'm all the way fucked up. Like, wait, what? I'm telling, I'm telling, I'm telling you what? I'm telling children stories? Bullshit! No, you're just that old gray man by the river that tells kids stories like in the olden days. No, that's not the like. There's that. No, never, never does a story end well <laughs> from anyone's childhood where there was a strange man by a fucking river. No, that's therapy right there. All right, that's. A, that's that shit some motherfucker shares in therapy 30 years later <laughs> trying to figure out why he's going through a midlife crisis. What the semi-actual fuck? <laughs> well, just so you know, Chancy, once again, I ain't had time to write the intro. That was freeballing. That was pure freeball in that intro. But, yeah, I, I do pretty good in that freeball. But... <laughs> That was a good one, you son of a bitch. I don't know. I'd like to call I'd like to call on you a uh, killer queen better, but but <laughs> And I do like talking about you dancing in the dark a little better as well, but welcome back, audience. Our guest tonight is Phoenix from Film Code Podcast, who I was on his show a good well, we recorded like a month ago almost, but I was on a show two, three weeks ago in release talking about Hocus Pocus 2 and the movie Bros. And unlike Phoenix, I enjoyed Bros, but <laughs> Phoenix didn't like it so much, but I enjoyed it. It was no birdcage, but it was a pretty damn good movie about people be, people living their gay, happy life. So I'm all for it. Oh, and Chansey, I got some Berry Stomper, eighth of it. Nice. And I'm trying out my new pipe that a rep I was training made me. That's cool as fuck, man. Ain't it? I, 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 when he gave it to me last Friday, 
I literally almost teared up. Like, I literally almost teared up. I'm like, dude, that's so sweet. Like, you made me a fucking bowl? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, in three... Like, like, I don't think he made it just for me specifically. He just makes them in general. And he had this one in he wanted to give it to me, which was sweet enough as it is, but... Do we just made... become best friends? Yup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dude, if... If the store he worked in was an hour and a half away, I'd be there every Tuesday and Friday helping the fuck out. But it's an hour and a half, it's an hour and a half away, and I've been covering this fucking Sam's Club for a couple months now, and I'm done with that shit. So, yeah, I mean, I'm done with it. But I told him today, I'm like, if I ever see you again, it means shit went wrong. But, but anyway, folks, let's start this shit and get this show on the road. As always, because we are kind, courteous people on this show, we start with our guest album because that's the right fucking thing to do. So, yeah. Phoenix, yes, what sir. album did you what album did you decide to bring to the table today, and why did you choose it? And I am seriously curious about this one. Okay. Not so, that I'm complaining. Not, not, not that I'm complaining, but I'm just saying yeah. I'm curious about it. Yeah. So uh, I picked uh, Diana Cross uh, when I look into when I look in your eyes. I see the wisdom of the world in your eyes. I see the sadness of a thousand goodbyes. When I look in a jazz album um i picked it because this is one of the seminal albums of my childhood uh it's kind of a weird story i was uh this i'm gonna date myself a little bit here but um when i was younger i don't know if you guys remember uh the record stores when you would go in there they would have these uh, uh systems where you could listen to like a, a sample of the album yeah, I bring that. I I bring that up every fucking episode. Almost <laughs> when I'm talking about CDs. I listen to as a kid. So yeah. Yeah. So like, I was in a record store. I was just. I was like, you know, I was in the mood for something different. Whatever. I uh, somehow stumbled into the jazz section. I guess it was just one of those days. Um, I I looked. I found her album because the the cover of it has her like on the beach. You know, shawl like, you know, waving in the wind. I was like, okay, that looks interesting. And then I flipped it over, and you can see her face. And I was like, oh, wow, she's smoking hot. So I was like, let me listen to what this lady <laughs> say. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Right. So oh, like, my God. <laughs> I was like, you know, that, that got me in the door. So I was like, yeah, let me check out what, what she's about. And, like, oh, the, the first shit. track is, uh, what is it? It's uh, Let's Face the Music and Dance. And I don't know, man, the vibe of it was just nice. I was just digging it. And then next thing I know, like, I guess, like, for other albums, especially, like, new releases, they would only let you listen to, like, 30 seconds of a song. But right. like, for, for an album that, like, you know, wasn't really, you know, probably wasn't flying off the shelves or whatever, you could listen to the full thing. I listened to this entire album in the store. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, this is this is my ish. I dig it. Uh, I can't remember how old I was, but like I know I didn't have any money, so like uh, you was got, listening to the whole thing, right? Exactly. So I listened to the whole thing, but I couldn't buy it. 
And so, like, the next time I went out to the mall with, like, my grandmother or whatever, because uh, she had all the money, I was like, you know, we went past the record store. I was like, can you please buy this album for me? And she said no, which made me really freaking mad because I was like, I was like, you know, I, I could have asked for NWA. I could have asked for, you know, some hardcore death metal or something like that. And I was like, I'm asking for a jazz album. You can't get me a jazz album. So I begged and cried and pouted until she eventually gave in and, and got it for me. So I was like, loved her forever. Um, <laughs> and I just listened to I wore this album out. This is one of my all-time favorite jazz albums. So it's kind of sentimental for me. Which, all right, Chancy, you want to give your reverse your review first or me? Wow, <laughs> just fuck that up. Uh, why don't you why don't you go ahead, buddy? Um, I am very curious to see what you guys that, thought of this. One. That doesn't spell well for you, Phoenix. I'm just saying, but um, <laughs> but let's just say I literally for the last for the last fifty minutes of my ride home, I listened to this CD, mm-hmm. and. I mean, I previewed a few tracks the other day to try to find a CD that matches it, which we'll get to that. But, <laughs> but I mean, I just listening to the CD. I'm like, all right, you know what? If I was at my local cigar bar, which I've been to in years, but I used to love going to, and I'll sit in my cigar bar smoking a nice uh, acid or a nice Romeo E. Giulietto, then, and I'll sip it on a glass of whiskey. Right. This this is something I would love to have on the background. It really is. Like this CD is actually fucking good. Like I can, I can dig jazz. I can dig jazz. I got taste, but <laughs> I can respect it. And I mean, it's not something you're gonna hear me driving my car every fucking day listening to. That's for damn sure. Obviously but, not. I mean, if I blast this down some of the streets I go down, like I'd be getting shot. But, <laughs> but I mean, it's just a. It was a good CD. Her voice is so melodic and so just perfect for jazz. Mm-hmm. And I mean. I can respect it. It was a good choice, and it introduced me to something new. And the fact that it came out in 1999, and I never heard of her, mm-hmm. blew my fucking mind. Because I've heard of most people that came out in the 90s through somebody at some point. But Diana Krall, I never heard of. And I was like, you know what? I kind of want to check out her other stuff, because she has like 10 other CDs, 10, 15 other CDs out. I saw on Spotify. So, I mean, it's interesting, and I could definitely dig it. I mean... It's definitely good for like a freaking night when you're just outside smoking a cigarette after cigarette and like you just want to listen to something. I'd put this on a second. Yeah. So, and all in all, I can't hate on it. It's better than the jazz that Chancey's made me listen to. So, <laughs> if you I, don't, I, I, I was just, I don't even think I've ever made you listen to jazz. Okay. I'm sorry. Blues and jazz run together for me, but I'm talking about Sunhouse. Yeah, blues and jazz are totally different, man. Two, two, two different styles. Yes, a little bit. Two whole ass different things. <laughs> Well, I will say this jazz was very sad, a lot of it, and that's why it reminded me of Sunhouse. Nice. But, <laughs> but I, I can't complain. I liked the CD, and I was very happy with it. But, Chancey, you wanted to go last, and God help Phoenix for this, I'm sure, but let's hear it. <laughs> I'm so happy that, like, in the first few minutes that we got to – interact with each other before we went live i realized that you have a sense of humor because <laughs> i was like i was like i have no idea how the fuck i'm gonna do this oh man but here we go 
Okay, so seriously, like, at any point throughout listening to this album, I kept waiting to get hit on by fucking Humphrey Bogart, all right? <laughs> like, for real. Like, on some songs, I think that fucking Frank Sinatra forced himself on Sammy Davis Jr. And their, and their, and their love child spawned this fucking album. I'm like, what fucking year is this? Do I have to sign up for the draft? Did I miss the boat to go to the war? What the fuck happened to me? Oh. That's not all. That's what I. That's not, but no, seriously, I'll end it. I'll end on a positive thing, because I, 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 I was like, I gotta roast the fuck out. Like, I've been in a funk. I, I usually roast everybody's shit. So like, he does. Trust me. I, I do. Even even my own album. Like I don't. I don't just do the guest or just Jeremy or anything like that. But uh, on a positive note, it is actually I. It's something that I had heard. I hadn't, it, it it introduced me to a new style of jazz. Yeah, because I'm used to your traditional jazz. You know, like I don't, I'm not a big fan of jazz, so I can't really name off a whole bunch of like I mean, Miles Davis might be the most yeah. most famous jazz, jazz person I can think of off the top of my head. Well, I mean, we're supposed to be doing a Stevie Wonder bracket soon, and that's pretty. Stevie Wonder, I consider jazz in a lot of his music. I always considered him more R&B. More R&B, yeah. It, yeah. it depends on what songs he you're has, listening to, really. Yeah, he has like jazz songs, but I wouldn't call them yeah. jazz. Yeah. I mean, he he technically started as a jazz artist, I believe. I mean, in, yeah. I mean, what he, was, what was yeah, jazz back then? Yeah, I think he. Yeah, what was jazz back then? Yes, but I mean, like he Stevie Wonder also came up during the like age of doo wop. So like, there's a lot of right. Yeah, there is. I mean, like all the greats back then, he went through the different genres as it, yeah. as he needed to to suit certain times. Yeah. But but I mean, it's and I mean, I think of Dave Matthews Band. I think of jazz too a little bit because a lot of their music. <laughs> okay. You listen to, if you listen to Crash and you tell me that's not jazz, I don't know what to tell you. But okay, Dude, just that? no. Hold up. Just just word. hold on. Just just because the fucking drummer uses the whisks on the on the snare drum, that doesn't make it jazz, dude. The saxophone does. <laughs> oh, oh, is that what it is? Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, that was my first. That was my first intro to jazz, really, of, of any kind. Was Steve, was Dave Matthews Band Crash, and like that is jazz rock. That is jazz rock, but it's jazz. I'll give it to you. Like, what's, uh, that's what's, fair enough. It's kind of like ska, so that's cool. I I wouldn't call that album ska. Other other albums. No, 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 no. Yeah. I was comparing you. I was comparing uh, your blending of genres to to the blending of genres that made ska. All right, I, I get that. I get that. That makes sense. It was funny. Don't, don't, oh, sorry. Yeah. I was just gonna say, don't get me wrong. I love some ska. I mean, I like Cottonmouth King's Rock, so that's ska. But like. Yeah, what's what's funny is uh much like like you guys, uh this was my first introduction to jazz as well. Like uh this is the first jazz album I'd ever heard. And it's it's what turned me on to jazz. So it's how I discovered, you know, Miles Davis and Al Jarreau and you know, all of these other amazing artists. So like yeah, like I, I dug it. I do I had a fact about it too, like um so this album was nominated for Album of the Year uh, in the 2000 Grammys. It was the first jazz album 
to be nominated for album of the year in 25 years. So that's, Damn. so that speaks to how incredible it really was for uh, a lot of people at that time. Sounded like some shit you'd hear in Fallout. Yeah, I could see, I could see that, I could see that. But yeah. I mean, I, okay, I, I, lied I, I yeah, I did. Chancy, I kind of lied. My first introduction to jazz, technically, would have been Lisa Simpson in Bleeding Gums Murphy. Oh, <laughs> that was my that, that was my first real introduction to jazz and blues. So, oh man, but, I guess I guess I guess I'd have to say my first introduction would have been like Louis Armstrong and mm. Miles Davis. I heard all that in music class eventually, but I mean, I was watching Simpsons when I was like five. So, I mean, Bleeding Gums <laughs> Murphy came first, but. <laughs> Rest in peace, buddy. But um, all right. Well, Phoenix, what mm-hmm. are your top five? And you can also throw in first any honorable mentions you may have. Uh, okay. So, like I said, I love this album, like top to bottom. Could listen to it on repeat, which I have. Um, but if I had to pick five, uh, so my honorable mentions would be the title song "When I Look in Your Eyes." I think that's that's a really great one. Um, I can't give you anything but love. It's an awesome. Mm-hmm. I love her version of that, and I really, really love her version of Popsicle Toes. I think that is is just a, like it's such a random song to have on a jazz album, but it was just it, it fit. So I, I dug those. So those would be my honorable mentions. But uh, top five at five, I have uh, Let's Face the Music and Dance. Uh, at four, I have Do It Again. At three, I have "I'll String Along with You." I love her, love her version yeah. of that. Uh, Ooh, two, we're close to that one. Yeah, at two, I have uh, "I've Got You Under My Skin." Also, love her version of that. And my number one has to be "Devil May Care." It's the it's the song that really settled Ooh. me into this album. So we're yeah. close on that. We're we're close on that too. But um, <laughs> when you say her version, I'm guessing other jazzars have done these songs before. Yes. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. Speaking, speaking to Chancey's point, like I think, uh, I think Frank Sinatra did a version of "I've Got You Under My Skin," so that's yeah, that's probably where where you heard. Yeah. Okay. That was yeah. That was about the point. That was about the point. I came up with that joke. I was like, I wonder if they're going to be too sensitive for this joke. That's perfect. Thank, thank God you're not, because I was like, otherwise this is going to be a real bad fucking show, man. I mean, I mean, trust, trust me, I am being sarcastic as fuck when I say Chansey loves covers. <laughs> hey, if it's good, it's good. Like I'm, I'm okay with, I'm okay with something if it's good. But like, it, it's got to really be good, <laughs> or I have to actually like it in the first place. Otherwise, I don't really care. Well, I mean. I'm not gonna lie. A couple a couple episodes ago, we did an episode. Of the, we did a version of the immigrant song done by us album I brought to the table, and Chancy actually didn't hate on it too bad. No, it wasn't too terrible. I've heard worse covers of it, which kind of saved its ass. <laughs> but I mean, uh, I mean, th- yeah, our guests also really liked it too. So I'm not complaining. But right, uh, all right, well. My top five is next, and I actually have two honorable mentions as well because it was a damn good CD and I enjoyed it. And her voice, man, oh my god, that voice I listened to for ages, like very sultry voice. I love it. It's like it's kind of like the artist, the the three different singers who have been in the band I introduced for this episode. Mm-hmm. 
well, not introduced because they've been here. This is their third time on the show, but still. <laughs> they match with so many great artists. When I can, when I have no one else to go to, there's a night with CD that will match somehow. I know it always is, and it works. But my first honorable mention was Let's Fall in Love. Because that just reminds me of so many. It reminds me of my wife. It reminds me of so many of my exes. Like, like yeah. that, just that feeling. Just that feeling when you first meet a girl and you're like starting to fall for her. Like that, and and I'm gonna say all these freaking songs mostly remind me of like '90s rom coms because I can see these. <laughs> I can see. Did I steal your joke, Chancy? But <laughs> no, no, can, no, no, no. No, but I can, I can totally see that. Now I'm thinking of rom coms that would work for it. Like, like I could totally, I could totally see. Um, in the in the in the, uh, in the dating in like the date montage, you hear yeah. one of yeah. the songs <laughs> in the background. I mean, absolutely. I could totally hear "Let's Fall in Love" playing in "You've Got Mail" and like a bunch of other not rom coms from the nineties. When so, Harry Met Sally. I uh, I can't see it in that one really. Maybe at some points, but I can't really see it in that one. Other songs in this, yes, I can see in that. Yeah. But my other honorable mention was "Popsicle Toes." And it was in my top five at one point because that song is just so. I mean, I get it. It's probably about like hanging out on a cold day and you're outside. Right. But I mean, it's just a random ass song, and it was, <laughs> but it was good. It was right. good. I mean, I enjoyed it. And I will say, a lot of these, it's the freaking drums in the song. Like I, I was a percussionist for three years in middle school band. I would have to get my lunch period in high school to take band, and I was like, fuck that. But. <laughs> I'm like I'm a fat motherfucker. I like to eat, but I won't. But yeah, I mean, it just it reminds me of like a lot of stuff I did in band with that drum. But my number five was "Pick Yourself Up" nice. because I could have seen that being a song I could have used a lot of points in my life, and it would have been like probably a great theme song at that point. But I mean, we'll get to my theme songs when we get to my album. Trust me. But <laughs> number four was "I'll String Along with You." Because I get that. I get like, like, I don't like, I'll string along with you because that's all I have time to do. Like, I kind of get that. Like, that makes sense to me. I mean, I wanted to date girls, but couldn't because I just had the time with working on the jobs I did. But number three, and motherfuckers would be like, oh, that's Jeremy again. But number three is the best thing for you because I say to my wife all the time, the best thing for you is me. Like, especially when I'm trying to get her in bed. So <laughs> it's always like the best thing for you is me. Let's go. Come on. Come on. But hey, whatever, whatever works. <laughs> it do, it, oh, it, it doesn't work, but I'm just saying. I try. <laughs> but number two, and this was my number one for a long time until I got to a little further down to like the last song. But number two is Devil May Care. <laughs> because. That's been my attitude for most of my life. I believe that you are fated to die at a certain point in life, at time or place, and it's going to happen no matter what the fuck you do in life. So, Devil May Care was my attitude towards life, and that song just hit me so hard. Nice. I mean, I want, I've, I've, heard, I've heard similar heavy metal songs like that, but this one just hit. I mean, it's like, I could, like, this is one of the ones I could definitely see myself in a cigar bar listening to, being like, yeah. Yeah. Give me. <laughs> Give me another whiskey on the rocks. But <laughs> my number one, which is literally the last song on the album, and it's the last song I heard before getting home tonight, was 
Why should I care? That hit me like a fucking brick through my windshield in my face while I was driving. I was like, oh! Like, <laughs> it brought up so many girls, like, that, like, I'm, I'm trying to convince myself after we break up that, like, why should I care? Why should I care that we broke up? Right. Like, when I'm, trying to when I'm trying to convince myself of that, that song just hit me, because I could feel that, like, so hard, like, so many girls I thought would be the one, and then, like, they break up me, and I'm trying to convince myself for, like, a month afterwards, like, why should I give a fuck? And that song is just basically perfect, and, ooh, I wish I had this fucking 10, 15 years ago, but... Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I should have gotten jazz, fuck. <laughs> I was I was too busy getting into being a juggalo and just loving that life. So not bad. But yeah, <laughs> I, we did ICP a few weeks ago on the show, but and about a m couple months ago as well. But we as it's funny because that was actually once Chancy, once me. So it worked. <laughs> but Chancy, what are your top five and honorable mentions, if any? Well, I had one honorable mention, and that was uh, Devil Bank Hair. It was, you know, kind of a... It was hard for me to kind of put it on the list. But I was like, fuck it, I can't leave it off. But uh, number five is Popsicle Toes. Yeah. <laughs> number four is uh, I Can't Give You Anything But Love. Uh, number yeah. three is Why Should I Care. Uh, number two is I'll String Along With You. And uh, number one was uh, pick yourself up. Nice. See, we, me and Chancey's list is like had all the same songs, just in completely different order. Right. <laughs> so, I think we were only off by like one song, but still. Nice. All right. Nice. I mean, nice that different guess, songs resonated with everybody. I like that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I mean, that's the way it pretty much goes for this show all the time. Is me and Chancey like have opposite lists completely, but. <laughs> We're, di we're two different people, and we're similar in a lot of ways, but we have our differences, and that's where it shows. But, yeah. Fancy. I say we go with your album next because I kind of want to save mine for last. I'm not saying it's the best for last. I mean, <laughs> it, it is, but I'm not saying it. Um, I don't. But, I don't remember whose album was which. So I didn't. I don't. I didn't tell you. I don't tell okay. the guests that. I don't tell the guests that for reasons. But. Okay. So, Chancy, my album, motherfucker, let me do my thing. <laughs> uh, well, hurry up, man! Shit, I didn't know you were. I didn't know well, you weren't ready. Why did you just say I'm not ready? Are you ready? I was. Let me get my fucking line as always. Chancy, <laughs> why did you bring the table, and why did you want to bring it? Um, I, I chose uh, Bush's uh, Sixteen Stone. Because uh, I was like nine when that came out. And I'd heard, I, you know, listened to a lot of radio. I'd hear it on the radio and 
hear all types of other crazy stuff. Like I, do, it was right before I started going on my deep dives, because like in '98, I like I got one of them Gateway '98 computers and that fucking dial-up, fucking screaming death, dying. <laughs> it literally sounds like someone's being murdered, so you can connect to the internet. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and fucking honestly, like there were so many good songs off of that album. I was actually kind of desperate to try and find something because I couldn't. Like I couldn't. I was like, I don't know who the fuck. I don't know who the fuck's coming on the show. I don't <laughs> know what kind of personality this person has. I don't know. I I don't know shit about fuck. So I got to figure it the fuck out because normally I just hit shuffle and then whatever came up, came up. But I hit shuffle and fucking cannibal corpse came up and I was like, not this time, not this time. Hold on. Maybe, maybe like if I know who the fuck it is. (laughs) So I, so I started swiping. Like I started from like the most recent and just started going down and, uh, Came across uh, one of the songs off of 16 Stone, and I was like, all right, that, that's actually not terrible. Dep- you, know, you, know, you know, based off of the, uh, the trend of history on Jeremy's picks, I'll probably pick the best out of the three already. Because I didn't know anything about anything. So I was like, fuck it. I don't know nothing about this album yet, so I'll pick this, and it'll probably be the best thing out there. But, you know... I gotta give I gotta give your uh, album I gotta give your album a little bit of love, Phoenix, because you know it's not every day it's not every day you get hit on by Humphrey Bogart. All right, that's true. That's very true. And just for the record, I would have totally been okay with Evisceration Plague. Just saying. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. See, fucking that, a. That's the message I unsent like yesterday or the day before. Because I asked you what, like, I'm like, what music styles do you like and which ones do you refuse to listen to? Because, like, <laughs> like, I was having a hard time thinking of a band to match with, a CD to match with yours. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, but as, as I, I thought about it, like, five minutes later and it finally came to me because I'll explain why in a minute. But, so I was like, all right, unsend that message and uh, here's our albums. Thank you. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, I, I, I mean. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty like, wide open. Would... I'm pretty wide open when it comes to my music taste. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, me too. Except for you know, like polka. I fucking hate polka. Same. There we go. Yes. <laughs> that's the one. Unless... That's that's where I draw the line right there. Like... <laughs> unless, unless it's Weird Al. Unless that's valid. <laughs> weird Weird Al gets a pass. He gets a pass. One pass. <laughs> oh, he gets all the passes. He's fucking amazing. But. No, I mean, like, only one pass, and it's just for him. Yeah. Well, Chancey, does that conclude your monologue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was well, good. I think it was good enough. I don't know. It was. But, Phoenix, as our guest, you get to give your review next of Chancey's album. Oh, okay. Um, well, um, much like... Chancey said in the beginning, I'm also really happy that you have a sense of humor. <laughs> oh. Because this was a little bit 
torturous to sit through. <laughs> 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 me slapping funny. Me oh. slapping me funny. I like the only song I've ever heard from Bush is Glycerin. And so Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so I was very You never excited. heard machine you never no. heard Machine Head? Not not until not until today. Uh, oh my god. They used to play that in the radio and MTV constantly. Literally never yeah. heard it. Yeah. But uh yeah, yeah, so, yeah, they played it back then, yeah. So I was I was very excited to listen to this album because I love Glycerin. That's a great song. And I wanted to hear more Bush. And yeah, um there's there's a few on here that's that's not bad. But uh, this this feels very much like um, like if I had bought Tag Team's album back in the day, you know what I'm saying? Just for nah. really. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> very much like <laughs> they don't have much else here. But oh like, <laughs> shit! Oh shit! That's like as fuck. Like you, know, I like I, I Tag Team. Like, that's that. I better get some tilapia skin for that burn. <laughs> Motherfucking hit me with tag team. I'm sorry. Oh my god. No... Oh my god. <laughs> I did manage to find five songs that I enjoyed, so that's good. I fucking but... hope so, sir. <laughs> but yeah, I just I wasn't I wasn't moved like because this this was a uh, '94, was it? The album. Yeah. Yep, ninety four. Yeah, and I'm like, I listened to a lot of rock bands around that time. I was very heavily in the rock music, and like the thing that always drew me to bands was like their sound, like what what exactly makes them different from the other bands. And the thing about Bush was, I just didn't feel like they had a sound that was really memorable. Like it just felt very like. Underground uh, guys trying to trying to put it all together. I can't wait to like, get my review now. I can't fucking wait yeah. to get my review now. Sort oh like my god! The sound, so I was just like, what wasn't feeling it? Like as a as an album, it didn't really have a lot of flow to it, like a lot of story flow. So I was just kind of, I was left kind of cold with it. Like, but like I said, I did find five songs that I enjoyed. So there's that. All right. Well, <laughs> you'll get to give your top five and if few minutes here but now hello generic 90s rock band looking to sound like nirvana but not getting close yeah this is bush uh i didn't want to say it but yeah <laughs> i mean and it's actually funny because after the city got over it went to a nirvana song but that's <laughs> mine, mine went to the wallflowers, so yeah. <laughs> uh, no, for me, yours just went back to the first song on the CD. <laughs> nice, but I mean, the title track. Uh, but I, I mean, it for Bush, I knew Glycerin, of course, I knew Machine Head. I love fucking Machine Head, that's an amazing song, and I've loved it for years. And I never knew who I never knew who sang it, but I just knew it was a good song. But Bush is a Bush sounds like every fucking '90s rock band out there, mainly that wanted to fucking try to break out. I mean, they they sound like they came from like a garage in either the East Coast or West Coast, and they were all friends in high school, and they just wanted to start playing instruments. So, and they said, 
we could sing about heartbreak and teenage <laughs> angst like everybody else. Fuck yeah. <laughs> or 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 yeah, you know, or England. That you know, there too. Okay. Yeah, but England nineties rock bands, except for I don't listen to any of that shit unless it's heavy metal like Cradle Filth. But those are the only, and even them in the nineties I wasn't a fan of because they sucked in the nineties. They sound like angry squirrels as my coworkers used to call them. But, fucking merciful fate, fucking King Diamond, what's up, man? Shit. Uh, I mean they're okay. I mean I like Magnum and the band that the guy from the Advertisement's from and like that was a good band. But yeah. I mean I like I like London Rock, I do. British Rock's good. But but Bush <laughs> I mean, I think someone needs to shave that bush. Oh dear. <laughs> But yeah, that's. I mean, they're not bad. I mean, if if a machine head comes on, I ain't turning the fuck off. And glycerin, I may turn off depending what mood I'm in. But but I mean, that's just the way it is. But I'll give you my top five and my honorable mention in a minute. But Chancy, your CD. What are your top five, buddy? Uh, well, after you got bent over and fucked raw with no. Well, no, I mean. I mean, it's cool. Y'all can have your own opinion. I mean, ain't, nobody's nobody's perfect, you know. No vaccine. So, like, yeah, no. A lot of this, a lot of this came from like middle school for me. So, like, uh, number five for me was glycerine, because you know, I I took the more popular ones and dropped them down to the bottom of the list because you know that's kind of what you expect everybody to put in their top three kind of bullshit. So like glycerin, machine head, that was my number four. Uh, Come down was number three for me. Uh, Little things was uh, number two, and uh, everything everything zen was my number one. And it was really hard for me to not have number one and number two switch places because. Little Things is fucking probably one of my favorite songs off that album. And I mean, like, I get why, why I, you know, the, the roasts uh, from your angle, I totally understand and get. But, like, for me, it's just I was listening to it from a different perspective because of the fact of, like, I thought that it was, instead of sounding more like Nirvana, I thought it was sounded more like a... Uh, uh, harder version of either like Green Day or the Ramones. I could see Green Day. Ramones. I could, no. I could hear that. I could hear Green Day. Well, I mean, I, I was saying like punk, Green Day, Ramones. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah but Ram- Ramones just had that like, voice that no one else matches. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, it's like the cars. Nobody who matches the cars. Nobody matches the cars. I mean, the boat maybe, but. <laughs> But yeah, that's my top five. I didn't even ha- I didn't even have any honorable mentions because everything else could easily be skipped in my opinion. I agree. But um, Phoenix, as the guest, you get to go next. What are your top five? And if you have an honorable mention, I mean, I don't know. I was I was I was gonna feel bad because I didn't have any honorable mentions, but it's nice to know nah. that we didn't So nah. Uh, yeah. So at five, I got bombed. Uh, something about that mm. one. I just really dug it. I dug the vibe of that song. It wasn't uh, good. It was. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just telling you. It wasn't good. Oh, ugh, I don't know. Like, actually, it's funny. Like the band that I, it kind of closely remember. Uh, 
uh, resembled in my mind was uh, Incubus. Uh, oh, I yeah, was gonna like, say system. I was gonna say system of a down, system of a down, but I mean, yeah, like it was sort of like that, but like yeah, like a lot, little more grungy, little hardcore. But uh, but system that, of system of system of down would have done it better. Just saying, but probably. But yeah, that's what it reminded me of. So number four, I have Alien. Um, again, just just dug it. Really thought it was a good song. Um, number three, I have Everything's In. I that. That really kicked off the album for me, and I thought it was really solid. And I was like, "Oh, this is going places," <clears throat> you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then it did. And then, and uh, and not to be predictable, but like my number two is "Come Down," and my number one is "Glycerin." Uh, like to me, like the the sounds of those songs, they sound so much different from everything else on the album. Like it, yeah. it was almost, it was almost clear that these were the radio favorites, and it just—I kind of wish the rest of the album had lived up to those. But like, it's like a drastic difference between those two tracks and the rest of the album. I, I hear everything's in on the radio. I hear all the time, and I'm pretty stoked about it. Yeah. That's—I mean, it's been almost 20 years. Almost, I hear so. So I mean, a lot. Of, I heard Lincoln Park and Sam's Club today. I used nice. to. I used to pray that I would get put on the radio when I was a kid, like in stores. <laughs> oh no, I just went like the radio, radio, not like in stores. And shit. Oh, well, I don't no, pay I, attention I, to that dude, nonsense. I haven't listened. I haven't listened. I haven't listened to a radio radio since like 1999. But... Yeah, no, <laughs> it's not paying me. No. No, <laughs> no. Every every now and then you got to do what you got to do. I never had to do that because I have a car that has a fucking uh, Bluetooth, so I'm good. But. I, it's Spotify all day with a lot of times dog fashion disco uh, headlining mixes. But also want to point out this album went six times platinum. No like, shit. Because people, because like, because all the angsty teenagers in their nineties with depression wanted their grunge. I mean, rock. the nineties was a crazy time, but that's that's impressive, especially for this album. It is. is I mean, Bush is a Bush is a world famous band. Like I, yeah. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna like slight them. Like they. They did their shit, but this is that but, I'm gonna cheat on Gwen Stefani music right here. Why would you want to cheat on that? Why would you want to cheat on that in the '90s? Holy fuck! But, I don't know. He did it. Fucking dumb motherfucker. I mean, I mean for real though. Like, I mean, I mean, maybe like, she was. Maybe she was like you don't already then, but who knows? You don't, you yeah. don't, you don't go full. Like he went full. He went straight beyond full retard. Like he went like it's like cop and a half. Like you know that Burt Reynolds movie, but it's like tart. It's like tart and a half. Like he went full retard and a whole half a tard on the side. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm gonna break the streak on this record, and I did have one honorable mention because it was my oh, top nice. five. It was in my top five, and towards the end of the album, I got pushed down to the honorable mention. So, but my number, my honorable mention is "Swim" because I did enjoy that song. Okay. I mean, all these songs kind of sound similar, and I keep having to look at the titles of the songs just to know that something changed. But number. Number five was Alien because I did dig that song as a as a paranormal lover who does a paranormal podcast. I love Alien, <laughs> like I like I like anything to do with Alien, so I I did like that song. 
Number four was Little Things, because that was actually a damn good song. Number three was Body. Like, I agreed a lot with that song. Like, and I'm all about people having good body image. So, I mean, Body is a very good song. My number two, this is when it gets to the stuff that I knew already, but I love. Number two was Glycerin, because it's a good song, but it's also one of those slow songs that, like, if I'm having a bad day, I ain't putting fucking Glycerin on. Like, I need some fucking kill people music. But give me my ICP and Twisted or my fucking Powerwolf shit on that day. Like, I need to hear I, I need to hear about wolves and vampires and werewolves killing people. So, but my number one, which was a song I've loved since the fucking 90s, and it's, like, very similar to Papa Roach, but number one's Machine Head. That whole, like, the everybody should... Er, I thought everybody knew that fucking breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Like, like everybody, everybody, everybody that grew up in the nineties should fucking know that song. Like I'm, I, I'm when Phoenix A didn't know that song. I was like, where did you fucking grow up? They, play, they played that in so many movies when we were kids. Oh, like it must've been all the movies I missed. <laughs> and you have a fucking film podcast. I know. God right? damn it. <laughs> He needs to stop doing new releases and do some old movies. I know, right? I'm doing that on my other podcast. <laughs> Hit me up if you ever want another. I mean, come on again. I gladly will do old movies. Absolutely. New movies are hard yeah. to see in theaters unless they're fucking uh, like straight to streaming shit. But which these days is a lot of that. But but I mean, over. I mean, overall, Bush isn't horrible. I mean, it's just like turning on. It's just like saying in Spotify. Hey, I want to listen to '90s rock. Bush is what you get. Yeah, I mean, that's basically how I feel about them. Not bad, but they're not something that's ever on my fucking playlist full time. Like they, they machine head, machine head, maybe, but they. Uh, and I did not know this, but they have a new album out this year, actually. So, uh, yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, people fan, like check people it out. People like to keep making money, so I guess yeah. that works. That's <laughs> basically how I feel about it. I, th- I think they actually got back together like, like somewhat recently and made that album. Well, you know, one of them probably drugged out and lost all his money. And yeah. one of them probably had a divorce and lost all his money. <laughs> and, the other, and the other one probably fucking had a lot of shit breaking his house or he spent too much on random expensive shit and lost his money. So they, they all said... Hey, we need cash. We should get back together and put out another album, okay? And hence, they have a new album coming out. But I mean, the MC Hammer curse happens to everybody. But <laughs> but all right. Well, that concludes Chancey's album for this episode. Which, eh, I I'll give it to you. You've had worse. But a hundred percent, you've had a fucking worse. But <laughs> but. The, now it's time for my album, which I kept thinking when I heard Phoenix's album, like, what can I match this with from just from hearing like the first 30 seconds of like five songs? And I heard the jazz, and I'm like, you know what? I, after thinking about it for like a fucking half hour and like looking through my library, like, who the who I had? And I was like, I almost brought Dave Matthews' band Crash just because it was the closest thing I think of like right away. But I'm like, no, give it more thought. Give it more thought than that. And eventually, I was like, without even looking it up, I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring the Nightwish album that actually has two jazzy songs on it. So, fuck yeah. 
let's do that. And I mean, I also wanted to bring this album on for a long time because of Chansey's relationship to Circus Folk. He is second ge- he is second generation out of the circus circus folk. But Oh wow. That's cool. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna wait and see where he goes with this. Right. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong, people. Chanty is, is true circus folk. He ain't no carny. But nice. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a difference. There's a clear difference. That's like that's like bloods and cribs, god damn it. <laughs> It really is. Like, he's not the only person that's told me that. But Nice. But, yeah, so... I decided to bring Nightwish back on for a third time. We've done their... The first album I brought on was one of their newest albums. The second album I brought on was one of their oldest albums. And this album is kind of smack dab in the middle. I this I was in the night which the album before this album is when I got into them really and this album came out and I of course downloaded it. I bought it right away on iTunes and fucking added it to my library and listened to it at work for yeah 2011 I was doing data entry so I just put it on my I just put it in my MP3 player my uh Apple what the fuck are they called again the little like square Apple ones that are tiny as fuck oh shuffle my 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 Apple shuffle. I put it on that and I went to work and I listened to this album and I'm like, oh my god, this album is fucking pure golden magic. Like, and the funny thing is, there actually is a movie to go with this album called Imaginarium. And it has a few of the tracks from this CD are on the movie. Scaretale is actually, the video for Scaretale is like kind of taken from the movie. And Last Ride of the Day is played during the movie, like only the, only the music, not the lyrics. And I want to say, um, I think Takatavi is too, and I can't think of what else was, but the movie's about a kid trying to find his father in like the winter with like a kind of magic snowman. It's, it's, it's amazing. Like it's a, it's a really <laughs> touching movie and it makes you think about life, but, nice. and of course the kid gets brought to an evil circus and that's where Scaretail comes in. But it's, it's the video for that's awesome. Like, you see, I knew, I fucking knew there was gonna be some type of shit where the fucking circus was gonna get fucking in a derogatory context. I fucking knew it. I knew the shoe was gonna drop. Dude, you no, saw me sitting no. over here being all quiet. And shit. He's like, the bad circus comes along. Like, what the, the fuck? Evil. Evil, oh, evil! Sir. Oh, oh, evil circus! Evil circus! That's and, so much better. No, no, and and motherfucker, circuses have been given certain kids night. Circuses have been given certain kids nightmares. Not me, because I never had a problem with clowns. But oh. circuses have been giving certain kids nightmares for like 50, 60 years. Like clowns are scary as shit if people don't like appreciate them. Like I mean, a, a juggalo appreciates clowns like nothing else. So what the fuck? I mean, I have, I have, I have, I have, 
I've been to places where I've had evil looking clowns shooting fucking fago out of balls at me and shooting balls into the fucking sky trying to knock you the fuck out. So yeah, I mean, I got no problem with clowns, but I know people that do. And like, it's just like circuses have been doing that for a long time. So a circus that's scary to a kid is a normal thing. But maybe evil there was some shit. I knew some shit about the circus was coming up. He's all talking about how he's like, he's like, it's a circus. And it's like, ooh, it's a circus. But thinking it's a good thing, at least gonna say something nice about the circus. <laughs> Fucking the evil circus. Fuck. I'm sorry. Please continue, Jeremy. I mean, De- please continue degrading. Please continue degrading the the livelihood of my people. Please, thank you. Hey, hey. <laughs> but, <laughs> now, now, now. The la- oh shit! Evening, Donna. Thank you for watching. Yes, good. Hi, Donna. But I mean, this is one of the Nightwish CDs that I could easily hit and just like I used to just put in the CD back in 2011, listen to the whole thing and be in heaven. Like I'm pretty sure I had the CD version of this somewhere too. I bought a few Nightwish CDs back in the day, but. FYE, and this is literally one of those bands that I found. I, I'm pretty sure I found Nightwish by like listening to a machine at FYE. I'm pretty sure, but I might have found them through some other band. I don't know. I honestly can't remember. It's been so. Oh no, I, I told the story before. I found Nightwish because I, I looked up Gothic music on LimeWire back in the day in high school. Oh, and, LimeWire. <laughs> and, and I saw... Your computer's dead. <laughs> Uh, oh. no, that, that computer actually lasted a good eight years after that, so. Oh, wow. LimeWire I mean, is the king of viruses. We, <laughs> my, my, my dad had antivirus, so anything that came wow. up with a virus, like, it automatically popped up and I would stop downloading it, but, and usually just cleared it out at that point, but this CD is just fucking gold, and I mean, I found Nightwish because I was searching Gothic, and I found Gothic Sanctuary, and it's not even the name of their song, but they, someone fucking changed the name bit and, like. It's it's a song called Walking on Walking in the Air, and it's from like when they were more like operatic back in the day in their old days. But there, I found that song and I fell in love. And like a few years later, I got into the CD preview of this one when it came out in like 2007. I want to say yeah, 2007. I came out 2007. And that CD was magic. I haven't brought that on yet, Chancey. It will come out eventually. I'm sure you're excited. But oh, I'm Chancey, ecstatic. I mean. Chancey always likes the Nightwish to some degree, but and he like and their music style changes from CD to CD. So, but Imaginarium was the first CD I really fell in love with of them that I could put on and not and listen all the way through without wanting to stop it. I mean, if I was on a road trip to Massachusetts from New York and it was like a three-hour drive, this CD would play easily two and a half times, and I wouldn't turn it off. So, hell yeah, this CD is just fucking gold to me. Like, it has everything you want for every mood. So it's anything you want, any mood you have. You put there's certain songs to see that will satisfy it. But Phoenix, as yeah. our guests, you get to, you get to talk about this amazing Finlandian symphonic metal band next. Okay, I just want to say that this was uh, this was a new discovery for me. Never heard of this band, uh, so most haven't. Right, so I was uh, I was definitely intrigued when I started listening to it, and uh, I gotta say that um, I'm in full agreement. This is a kick-ass fucking album. 
Uh, yeah. This, this, Fuck you, al- yes. <laughs> this album kicks copious amounts of ass. Uh, copious, <laughs> he says. <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 All uh, right. I was in I, I was in love. Um, I'm mad because I just looked up that this is the last album with that with that singer, who I think is amazing. Like I think. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The, the female or male singer? Because I think the female singer, and it's the last album with the drummer. So. Um. But, um I don't know what you're reading. I have uh, not heard that. I mean, the male singer just left the album. Well, maybe I mean, it was the male singer. Yeah. Marco Hight- Marco Hightala, the male singer, just left the band after the CD and he's done a few soul things here and there but like he's basically well, it retiring because it says it's their <laughs> second and last album with vocalist Annette Olsen so Annette, oh for this album you mean for this album yeah okay yeah. so Annette, Annette Olsen was the last I mean the second singer in the band okay. and she didn't she didn't last long she didn't last long but she was great like some yeah, of my I favorite mean, songs have her voice on it so like they got uh, more. They got more metal when she came in the band, and yeah. now they have Floor Jansen, who kind of keeps the metal thing going to a degree. So, well, I I like this because I love the the sound of it. It's very orchestral, very musical. Like knowing that it was based off of like you know this this it's a it's like a concept album. I mean, like I dug it. All of the music sort of flows, you know, into this story. It's very sonical. Like I. I I love it. Like it's just I love the instruments. Of, like what it kind of reminded me of. I don't know if either of you saw the movie, the Eurovision movie that Will Ferrell did with Rachel McAdams. Um No, I never saw that. Okay. It's on Netflix. Check it out. But like they, they talk about the Eurovision competition that happens in, in Europe. Oh and, I know I know the movie you're talking about. I just never yeah. saw it. Okay. I, I and they, love, they actually they actually perform at Eurovision every fucking year too. That's that's what I thought because I was like this sounds so much like a Eurovision song. Like, like so many of the songs, I was like, this would fit right in, like, with Eurovision. So, like, but, and I love that movie. I think I've seen it, like, six times. So, like, that lets you know how I feel about it. But um, I, I dug the hell out of this. I thought the music was great. I thought the, the instruments was great. I I don't know how the rest of their work is, but I am curious to check them out and add them to my library, just because I I I dug this so much. So I will I will straight up say their music style changes throughout the years, but besides their newest album, every other every other album is gold. So um, their newest album, their newest album, you might like that too. But I mean, I just I'm not a <laughs> huge, huge fan of it. But I mean. The first four or five songs are amazing, and then they just do like instrumentals. The rest of the SCD, and I'm like, come on. Right. Well, this was this was you know obviously I'm sentimental about my pick, but this was definitely a favorite of mine. Uh, so thank you for introducing me to this this band. Yes. <laughs> you know it's funny. There are a lot of people in the last. 10, 15 years that I really have introduced to Nightwish. Like, there's a lot of people and 90% of people that I introduce them to say, oh my god, they're fucking amazing. I can't wait to hear everything they did. Like, it's just... I mean, it's just the way it goes. They're not a band that just points. I mean, if you go to Europe and you you talk to anyone who likes metal, they know who Nightwish is. They are huge. They headline every fucking festival in Europe. Whacking open air, they headline that every fucking year. Like, Eurovision, like... It's just oh, 
they I mean, they are one of the most popular bands. Actually, that's funny because a lot of the, a lot of the bands I love that are metal and rock are popular in Europe, and no one in the U.S. hears them. <laughs> like it's just, I just fa- I end up listening to like every symphonic metal band listed on Wikipedia, and nice. the ones I love are like the most popular ones. But I do like some other ones too. I just never got a chance to actually. You never have a chance to listen to all the music you want to because hey, not this day and age. But <clears throat> there's too much. But they're amazing. I'm glad you liked them. Yes. And I and I know Chancey likes them, but I just want to hear what Chancey out of the three albums. Oh god, he's got paper. But <laughs> but out of the three albums you listened to, what did you think of this album? All right. So uh you know, I I believe if I'm not mistaken, uh, you earlier mentioned that our our esteemed guest has a a, a podcast about movies. Yes. <laughs> so then, it would be easy for me to uh, ascertain that you've seen the movie American Beauty, correct? I have yes. Okay. Having sat and digested all of this roasting deliciousness i think i've come up with the perfect roast to encapsulate everything that i need to say my album is the angsty teenager album your album is diane keaton's fucking album where she's And, Jer- and Jeremy's album is fucking poor fucking uh, Kevin Spacey trying to reconnect with his younger self and try and be cool with the young kids again and shit. Yeah, fucking, I, think, I, I, th- I think I know the one line that's making you think of Kevin Spacey, but okay. Uh No, 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 no. It was just listening to the album. Like the, I'm sorry, the episode, and just kind of thinking about it. And I was like, thinking to myself, I was like, you know what? These are the whitest albums I've ever seen on a list my whole ass life. And I was gonna, like, you know what? He's either gonna get fucking pissed or he's gonna fucking laugh. And he can't even look at him. He's got his whole face covered. He's laughing his ass off. <laughs> laughing so hard, his face might fucking come off his skull. Oh, well, man. I mean, I mean, Put it this way, I've seen Nightwish live once because they haven't come to America. They used to come to America every all the time, but since COVID, they haven't really come back here that much. But they've done a lot of online concerts. But they're the concert is mostly white people. I will say. <laughs> I you mean, don't say. <laughs> really? Yeah. Would you I imagine mean, that? Put put it this way: when we were waiting in the freezing cold March, it was the St. Patrick's Day actually. In 2017, 18, 19, somewhere around 2017 or 18, I'm pretty sure. And we were waiting for, we were waiting in a line to go into the concert building. And this 40, 50 something old couple behind me, like I'm talking to them, like I'm talking to them the whole whole time we're sitting, singing, line not moving. And I'm just like, man, I wish I brought a joint or something. And the wife slaps the husband on the chest. She's like, hey, honey, did you bring that? And like he opens his jacket and goes in his inside pocket and pulls out a joint, like a fat ass joint. I was like, like my mouth, my mouth just dropped, my jaw dropped. I was like, I was like, yeah. It's like, pardon me, sir. And like, and it's amazing. Like we 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 start smoking it, passing it around, and like, 
after like maybe three go rounds, four, they're both like, "Oh, we're good. You could just finish it." Like, and I'm like, "Fuck." Like, <laughs> I give the guy in front of me a few puffs of it too, but I'm like, I just I I smoked like fucking three quarters of it, put the rest of my cigarette pack. I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's how you enjoy a concert." And I had like this random fucking, I had this random fucking girl was like, actually no, 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 that was that concert. I was actually, I was, I was with my, I was with my now wife when I was at that concert. I was by myself, and like I wouldn't do anything. But that was a different concert. That was years ago, thank God. But my wife would. Ex- exquisite backpedal, my sir. Exquisite <laughs> backpedal. Noise, noise. I don't know what you. I do not know what you. I do not know what you're. It's noise. But, but I mean, yeah, it's mostly white people, but. <laughs> But I have introduced. I keep trying to get Harvey into it. I think Har- I think Harvey would. I think Harvandre would enjoy this album. Oh, I do. Fuck. He, he enjoys. I mean, he probably music. would. I mean, he would. But I mean, he, he likes good music. It's not that it's bad. I, mean, I was just looking at it and I made this observation, yeah. and everybody's been damn near pissing themselves laughing ever since. Well, except for Jeremy, of course. <laughs> I I've been laughing the whole time, but that might be the weed. But. Dude, no, like I, I, I have honorable mentions on this one. Like this is the only one that I had honorable mentions on. So oh, you better have fucking honorable mentions, otherwise you're gonna get slapped. But <laughs> I but, had a roasted, yeah. I had a roasted especially hard because it was the only one that had honorable mentions. And the longer I went on, I was like, you know what, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna gather up the courage. I'm gonna pull the pin on this grenade, and we're gonna see how this fucker plays out. <laughs> well. <laughs> so does that conclude your review chance uh yeah 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 sure does sure do i'm sure you liked it a little better than the last night which i'm though since this is more metal and less operatic but yeah no. yeah i agree it was definitely a lot cooler guitar riffs and shit so yeah i figured you would but so I have my top five, plus I have five more mentions. Jesus. I could have I pulled it. It's hard, dude, Why I didn't you? You should have. Because, because You left all, out three songs. I left out... I did. No, two yeah. songs. Two, two songs, two songs. Oh, two songs. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Two songs. That was wrong. Which are the, one, which are the ones that are probably your top two, because they're the fucking instrumental in the fucking t- intro. But... I. This had, like, wait, this, had, this had an intro? I mean, the first song was kind of an intro. There's no lyrics, but it was kind of an intro. I mean, yeah, he, there was lyrics. Oh, he was okay. He, okay. He, was singing, he was singing in Finnish. I, I got you. I, yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. But my number 10, technically, <laughs> I, did number, I did number them because I had to. And that's the only way I could find right. I listened to this. I listened to the CD like one and a half times on my way to the, my, my store this morning. But, I mean, my number 10 was Turn Loose the Mermaids because I honestly didn't realize I was missing that one. But <laughs> it might have been higher if I thought about it for longer. But I do love, I mean, there's not going to be a song I really hate on this album. There really isn't. But Turn Loose the, Moonbe- Turn, Turn Loose the Mermaids is good. I like it because it also kind of relates to my number one. It kind of continues it. But we'll get to that at the end. My number nine was Rescom. Because I enjoyed the shit of that. Number nine? Oh, just you wait. Just you wait. 
But wow. I, like I said, dude, I could have made these all my number one. I love this whole CD 100%, but <laughs> my number eight was story time because, I mean, I, I want – see, it's the hard thing. I want to put all these higher. That's the hardest thing. I would have had like – I would have had like freaking two number one through fives if I could, but number seven is Ghost River because I dude love you that. technically do. I mean, Zach and Clay, but not really because I did lower them no, lower numbers. But so I mean, I did I did rank them in how I like them. I mean, I just I sat there at the restaurant tonight with my co-manager, and we we like worked ten hours. We're like fuck, we're going out to eat. Got went to Longhorn, got a banging bowl of French onion soup. And I got a fucking this fried shrimp appetizer too, because after surgery it sucks, because I I can't go to a steakhouse and order a fucking steak anymore because I won't finish it. And who wants to eat some microwave leftover fucking well done steak? But I mean, shit, I'd eat it. I don't give a fuck. Wrap that I bitch mean, in I, a wet paper towel. Delicious, I, dude, dude. I would too, but I'm not spending twenty five fucking twenty five to forty dollars on a fucking steak to like heat up the mic most of it in the microwave the next day over like three meals. But. Yeah. Well, Gastric bypass surgery makes you fucking eat like nothing, so it sucks. But like, I miss a day. Yeah, where that I would eat, that would suck. I I, eat, I miss the days where I could eat five lobsters or like fucking three steaks. But yikes! I was a fat motherfucker. But <laughs> but yeah, Ghost River I love, and it's funny because there's actually a there's a scene in a gr- classic Grounded for Life episode where the grandfather is like singing like an old song and like dancing to it, and it kind of is. Like I could, like it kind of looks like he's dancing to this song the way he's moving. Like if you have the beat, if you have this playing in the background, just have the TV on mute, which I've had, I've done. Like it looks like he's dancing to this song. It's kind of funny, and he almost, it almost sounds like he's singing this song, but he's not. I mean, it's a very similar song, but and plus, Ghost River is kind of like creepy as fuck because, like, it's about killing kids basically. Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's basically telling like, send your kids down, they will drown, they will drown, but. But it, it kind of goes. With, <laughs> it goes with, but story time feeds right into it. That's why story time was before this, because it's. I mean, it's a good fucking like intro to the CD kind of the first two songs. My number five, I mean number six. Sorry, my number six was "Slow Love Slow," which is the jazz track I thought of when I heard his mm-hmm. CD, and I'm like, I want to bring this CD to the table. And this is actually the, the these two songs in the CD. They won't get to in a minute. Are kind of like the first two times they ever tried to do like jazzy type stuff. Really, I mean, some of their older stuff was like operatic and jazzy, but I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna count it as a jazz song. No way, hell. But yeah, I love that song. The line "Only the weak are lonely." I lived by that for fucking years when I was like in my twenties. Like I convinced myself I didn't need anybody in a relationship if I. Because only the weak are lonely. Like I convinced myself of this for years. For, it took me a long time to get over that. But and it's funny because my my top ten, top five would have been totally different when I was when I was like when the C first came out. Like there, a lot of these songs would have been more way up on top. But you get older and you appreciate things different ways. But cool. my number five was Scare Tale because I love the music video for it. Like they actually do like the circus video from the movie. As the music video, and getting to see Annette dressed up in her costume is ooh, I swear <laughs> to God, every every artist they ever had has a set of tits on them. But that's good casting, people. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, well, I mean, if they're dancing, I mean, Chancey's seen the newest singer that they still have, and like when she's at like, I showed him a video from like I think it was Whacking Open Air, 
and they like and her dancing around to the music and her tight corsets and everything is just magical. And Chancy was like, Chancy was like, she's a smokehouse. I'm like, yeah, she is. But number four was Last Ride of the Day because I love the energy of that song. Like, it's perfect for a ride home from work, honestly. And I mean, I was listening on the way to work, but still, it's good. It's good for a, a, like a ride home from work type music. And it's a perfect way to end the CD, kind of. And it, it keeps the circus theme going with Last Ride. So. My number three, and this song would never have been in my top five if I was, if this was 2011 when the CD came out. But my number three is The Crow, The Crow, The, crow, the Owl, and The Dove. Because, like, I love how that's, like, going through life, kind of. Like, it's just a song about going through your life in different ages. Like, I love that song. Like, mm, like just the back and forth between uh, Annette and Marco when they're doing like the course and stuff is amazing. So fucking good. Number two was 100% Song of Myself. I've always loved Song of Myself. And Chancey knows on their newer CDs, the way they end CDs is fucking always incredible and like will make you think about life 100%. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the one I showed him the, the first CD I showed him had the best ending because it was a twenty minute song the end of the CD but but song of myself was like the original version of that almost and I mean I've heard it mo- so many times now but when it gets I actually forgot about it on the CD honestly and then when I got to it I was like oh yeah it's been a while but when it gets to the part where he's just where it's just Marco talking originally and then Thomas and Annette like have their parts too but. But when he's talking and like he's talking about like an old man kissing a doll in his attic and basically jerking off, like it's just like when I first heard that, I was like, "What? Did he just say he actually like when he actually did he say when he comes or when he came? Like it's like what the fuck?" <laughs> but I mean, after hearing it so many times, I'm numb to that part now, and it's just like. And then it happened. <laughs> but I mean. Everything they say is so true. Like, everything they say is just so true, though, about life. Like, talking about, like, a dog in an alley. It's just, oh, like, everything hits you so hard. And, like, I used to get so fucking emotional when I heard this song. But, I mean, I'm numb to it now. But it's been so many times. But it's just, when it first came out, it was, like, groundbreaking to me. There are newer ones like that, too. Like, that one still hits me. But, number one... Was I want my tears back? I was gonna say, <laughs> which it kind of it feeds into it, like it kind of gets a sequel with number ten, Turn Loose the Mermaids. But I want my tears back is just like I could relate that back in the day when this came out to so many relationships after they ended. Like this CD was big for me after relationships broke up, like until the next night when CD came out, of course. But this song, this CD was just like whenever I broke up with a girl, like this is the music I needed to heal, and. I want my tears back. This is such a powerful, like, huge empowerment song to me. Like, and plus that Irish fucking rock in the middle of it is just golden, golden. Like, I have danced to that music so many times, like, at my house and shit. Like, like you never hear that. I can never, I can never find night which name fucking jukebox, but like oh, oh. that's that song I would dance to in public and fucking rock it. So like, yeah. And and the, the singer when this in the middle of that song comes on during concerts is just 
fucking goes nuts. And I see, I saw Floor do it. I didn't see Annette. I didn't see that which one Floor was the lead singer, but she, when she, when that song came on, the way she was dancing around her little short leather skirt and everything, like, mm, mm. giggity. But like, I was, I was, all, I was all the way in the, I was all the way in the back of the fucking concert venue because it was so packed. But I mean, I was right by the bar, which was a good thing. But I, like, I still. He, was, he was in the back, walking in the open air. Ah, nice. <laughs> oh, oh, I, dude, I, I was stoned as fuck. I was walking in the open air like crazy, but <laughs> and like, it, but it's one of the concerts. I mean, I didn't black out that concert, thank God. That's happened too many times at other concerts, but that's usually because of acid or something. But, but those are my top ten, technically. But my top, my top five plus my five more mentions. I mean, I only did mention two, three really, because that's just because I, they're not real songs to me, but. Phoenix, as a guest, you go next, of course. Oh, all right. Well, like I said, I love this album. A uh, cool fact I found about it: this album sold fifty thousand copies in Finland in a day. Like, yep. So damn. Night, yeah. night wish had been around, <laughs> night wish had been, night wish had been around for fifteen years, fifteen years before that. So yeah. In Finland, so, in Finland, they're one of the top selling bands that since like two thousand. Yeah, they they. This is the one that that would do that. Like. 50,000 in a day. That's that's awesome. Um, so I have three honorable mentions. Um, this this first one was on my list. <clears throat> uh, but as I kept listening, it fell down. But I, I still mm-hmm. love it. Uh, Ghost River, I think, is a fantastic song. I dig it. I just looked up the lyrics now. They're very questionable. But still, I, <laughs> I like the song. Told you. Told you. Yeah. Uh, and the other two honorable mentions I have, interestingly, are uh, instrumentals. So, um, Imaginarium, the title track, I just I dig it as 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 an instrumental. I just think it goes really hard. But I do love it. I mean, it's it's they go through all the songs in the CD basically, yeah. just the instrumental versions and like in order and just like it sounds like I wish they used that for movie soundtrack and just extend it out. Speaking of which, like my my other one is Arabesque. I'm like. I like I legit was listening to it and I was like, this sounds like a, a, a movie score. Like if you put this underneath like a James Bond chase scene or like a epic Lawrence like Ar- action scene. Lawrence of Arabia. That's why I yeah. always whenever whenever I hear this song that whenever I hear Arabasque, I always think of uh Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah, like it would totally fit. It would totally fit. Uh so I, I dug those. So those are my honorable mentions. Really like them. Um, so my number five, uh, and actually I feel like I put this too low, but, <laughs> but number five is going to be song of myself. Um, this, this was, this is awesome. This is an awesome song for it to be 13 minutes long and for me to like dig it. I love that talking moment at the end. I just think that is so cool. The, the melody is ridiculous. The guitar, uh, riffs are, I, I just dig it. I, I love the whole thing. Uh, number four is going to be story time for all the same reasons you just said. Um, yeah, that like it's just a great vibe. Music is music is killer. It just brings you right into the album, so I, I dig that. Um, speaking of jazz, as as I was you know drawn to the jazz, uh, when I heard "Slow Love Slow," I was like, like it's just it comes into the album at the perfect moment, sort of like balances out the heavy rock 
with this smooth like jazz ballad. I love this song. Slow, low, slow. I think it goes it goes really hard. I dig it. Um, and it's just it's a nice vibe from away from everything else. Uh surprisingly, number two is I want my tears back. Um it like I love this song. Like it it's really, really good. And I just love the way it kicks in like automatically. Um, but like it's just shy of my of my number one. But I dig this song. This is this is definitely like their most radio friendly song, I think. Um, and and it's got a great vibe to it. I dig it. But for me, wow. the the number one is Rest Call. I yeah, I should have known. <laughs> yes, I love this song. Like I was, I wasn't even really paying attention, and then I was walking, listening to it in my headphones, and it got to that like that chant at the end, and that chant goes so freaking hard. Like, like so hard. I was like, oh my God. And then I just had to keep replaying it. So like, like this is the, this is the song that I've listened to the most off this album. And I only started listening to it today. So like, like, yeah, I dig it. Rest Calm is, is, is my easily my favorite on this album, but the whole album goes hard as hell. So that's my top five rest calm. I want my tears back. Slow, love, slow story time and song of myself. Damn, I, mm. <laughs> I succeeded, Chancy. I succeeded. <laughs> it doesn't happen often in this show, but I fucking succeed. Actually, it happens more often than I say it does. But <laughs> I succeeded. I, I can. I mean, uh, I'm good at matching albums. That's all I can say for most guests. I mean, there's been some ones where it's been like, yeah, I can't match it to you. But, <laughs> but, but for most guests, I actually don't match bad. And they actually either they either love they either love it or they just. I mean, if they, even if they just like it, I kind of come somewhere kind of because if they say it matches their album, then I call that a win. So, but Chancy, what were your top five in honorable mentions for this CD? Two honorable mentions. Uh, no, the Crow, no, the no, Owl. <laughs> nope. Nope. Just two. The Crow, the Owl, and the Dove. And then Song of Myself. I was talking to myself an honorable mention. That's my question. <laughs> number five. Oh, songs, really, but <laughs> number <laughs> number five was Last Ride of the Day. Number four was I Want My Tears Back. Dude. Number three was uh, Scare Tale. Number two was Rest Calm. <laughs> And my number one off of the album was Ty Kutuk. Yep. Ty Kutuk. Yep. You fucking do it. Talk a Tavi. Talk a Tavi. Yeah. Ty Kutuk. That motherfucking intro. If it's if it's if it's an intro or a short track in that motherfucker, it goes number one every time. And he he even called it out earlier, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying." And then it didn't dawn on him until I started reading off all this shit, and no, he's got to be like, "I know you knew. He's, I knew the whole yeah. time. That's why I called you out earlier. I knew the whole time." <laughs> But no, I knew the whole fucking time. <laughs> I knew. I gotta ask Chancy though. Did you like the part in Scare Tale with the ring announcer? I did. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. 
I mean, that's that's just Marco's amazing voice. He can change it however he wants for shit. But, and he, I mean, he was in another band I gave Chanty to before called Northern Kings. But yeah, which is a cover band that that does all like mainly American like big hits. Like they they've done two CDs in the two thousands and they haven't been around since because they're just they're all busy with their own bands and most of them have multiple bands already. But it's just it's all European metal gods for four yeah. European male metal gods together like doing songs together like it's just amazing. But they've done mo- they've done don't stop believing they've done a lot of fucking American songs so. But well, I had to say I'm glad my album went over pretty much the best and i did the best the best the best for last i kind of call that shit so yeah, yeah, yeah. score jeremy score jeremy but sadly that does bring an end to this episode but chancy you really need to watch the scare time video or yeah scare time not scare, or scare tales video because or it might be the story time video i honestly don't remember which one it's for but i think it's scare tale but like it's very circus oriented the video and it's you'll like it I think but but which means this episode's over unfortunately we will be back this Sunday night oh fuck I I gotta tell them that well we'll be back this Sunday night to do an episode with Kevin Stoner I believe he's bringing Ween to the table but i'm not sure yet i got confirmed. i believe you're correct well I, I still gotta listen to his album to fucking figure out what he want what like i, I, what I can even match that with guy i've heard of ween but i never fucking listened to them but to start things off phoenix where can they find you and your podcasts with an s all right so thank you guys once again so much for having me on uh this was great love talking these albums um this is a good show yeah. Oh, amazing fucking show. <laughs> uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at imhoreviews1. That's the number one. Um, and uh, you can find my other podcast uh, where I talk movies with my two friends uh, at Film Co. Pod. We basically break down the films of the current year, leading all the way to the Oscars. Um, or you can check me out on my other film podcast, the In Credits Podcast. Uh, that I do with uh, my friend Nathan, uh, where we discuss older films. So there you go. Two different ways that you guys can hear my beautiful voice. <laughs> exactly. Same reason I have two. Same reason I have two shows. Right. Oh, three. Oh, three or four technically, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> but Chancy, where can they find you, good sir? On uh, the Book of Faces, naturally. Uh, they can find me on the podcast known as The Bracket Bastards. They can find me on the Instagram and the TikTok as The Red Eye Roundtable. They can find me on Twitter under Red Eye Table. And hopefully soon enough, I'll actually have The Red Eye Roundtable set up so we can all watch that together and have fun and do the whole thing. And, uh... I think that's it. <laughs> yes. The Red Eye Round Table will start soon, and we will have random discussions about some of the most obscure shit ever, and it'll be amazing. <laughs> but anytime me and Chanty talk, it's amazing. So we always have a good time. 
You could, of course, find me and Chansey on Facebook at the Paranormal New Normal slash Maniacal Music Musings podcast with an S Facebook group. Na- name change coming soon because I might be starting a network, I think. But I don't know. We'll see soon. I don't want to reveal the name yet because I'm. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's hilarious, but I'm going to wait to reveal it. And <laughs> you could also find us on Twitter and the gram as at Juggalo Bastard. You can find us on TikTok as at Juggalo Bastard Podcasts. And you could find us on YouTube just by searching our name and Ical Music Musings. Our episodes release there on video the same time they release on audio. Which you can find them on audio on Spotify, Good Pods, and any of your other podcast listening areas. Please be sure to subscribe and like. And as always, we'll be back on Saturday with another live show. But for our listeners, we'll see you in a week. Thank you for listening, and hopefully you'll have a Stevie Wonder bracket in a week or two. Just saying. (laughs) But have a good night. And thank you again to our guest, Phoenix, for coming on. It's been a fucking amazing show. Fuck yeah, man! We haven't haven't gone almost an hour and a half in a long fucking time, so it's been a good show. (laughs) 